What up, everybody? It's your boys back on the Dog Soul Cast. Oh man, <laughs> it's been a minute. It's been a minute, but uh, a lot's gone down. And uh, you're playing a bop, by the way. Like I've been, I've been hooked on this for a minute. <laughs> bop? Yeah. This I don't know. Bop. It's fire. Whatever we're gonna call it. I don't know. <laughs> um, welcome everybody to the Dog Soul Cast. I'm uh, I'm one of the hosts. Uh, Rick. Oh wait, no, I'm Greg. <laughs> yep. And I'm Greg. No, you're Rick. I'm Rick. All right, there you go. And I'm Greg. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we got a lot to uh, talk about because I mean, gosh, I got a lot on my mind. There's uh, there's the fact that my birthday just passed, but we also have another birthday, which is wait, your birthday passed? How old is you? I'm as I I is young. Damn, you didn't want to say. <laughs> Well, I was young, yes. Cheers, yeah. mate, to your birthday. Happy to, birthday. To 28 years young. 20, God damn. Mm-hmm. 28 years young. Two more to 30. Hey, you know what? But then my clock resets, bro. Once I hit 30, I'm young again, because I'd rather be close to 30 than I'd be close to 40. That's a, okay, Yeah. sure. Yeah. See, like, honestly, everybody's like, you're getting old. I'm like, you know what? I think my 30s are legitimately going to be my best years yet. <laughs> Because Listen, I'm going to tell you right now, dude, ahead, a lot ahead, of people don't realize this. This is my personal take on this, mm-hmm. is that I feel that your 30s, it's like your prime time, especially if you go into your 30s, you know, healthy, mm-hmm. somewhat fit because you can still get fit, financially stable for the most part, you know, hopefully other stability in your life. Right. The 30s are like prime time. Uh, the other thing too with me that I've noticed is that like when it comes to um, people, male <laughs> and female, I feel that's the right like age. You know how you wait for a wine to age? Yeah, just right, right. Or even like you know some some tequila or whiskey. Like you want it aged, man. I think thirties. That's the spot. You think so? I think 30s is a spot. If, like I, I, mean, said, I think so, too. I'm the one that I actually was just saying it. Like, I could, well, I, I guess I only asked because you're in your 30s. So, you so I got to say this you, shit. You could say from experience. <laughs> but. See how it boosts my ego. There you go. Exactly. Like, I feel like I've learned a lot in my 20s. I'm still learning. If I ever tell myself I'm not, then I, then I forcibly put myself up a wall. And that's only my fault at that point. But. My 20s, I've learned so much, and I'm still learning to this day. And I got to make stupid choices. I got to make some really good ones. And I'm stoked to relive it all again through my 30s. That's why I say the clock resets for me on young to old, because, you know, I'd rather be close to 30 than be close to 40, you know? I was saying the same thing when I crossed 25. I was like, oh, shoot, I'm at the middle point now, you know? I, I wish I was closer to 20. Well, hey, in the in the same kind of way, I mean, I'd rather not be 40. <laughs> not even that 40's bad, but, you know, it's, 40, it's, it's the outlook, you know? Yeah, I, I'm telling you, like, 30 and 40's, dude, if you do it right, I think are the best times. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I don't know, dude. I, it's hard. kind of hard to explain. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, I look at myself uh you know what was the freaking thing that was going around instagram not too long ago like oh me and my teens or some bull crap oh yeah and granted yeah like when i was younger i weighed a lot less <laughs> but, okay did we, we all not weigh a lot less honestly exactly i think yeah. everyone did but like i i'm like i was looking back and i'm like damn i look like a child like it just 
mm, nah, they just didn't didn't cut it. Where now it's like, all right, I'm more mature. You know, I'm I'm a little more seasoned in a sense. I mean, I got a little too much gray hair as at this age. But hey, gray. I'll tell you what, man. Doctor Strange looked dope with some gray. Hey, I was gonna say, gray hairs does not mean bad. Okay, I see gray hair as wisdom. I mean, some people call it stress. I I don't. You know, I don't disagree. Some people get gray hairs early, and that's because they put the stress on themselves. And that's the result of that. But I see gray hairs as also, if you're at a right age, like between 30s and 40s, getting gray hairs, I see that as wisdom, in my opinion. You've you've aged like fine wine. Um, I would like to think so. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, right. I'm not speaking from my experience because I haven't hit it yet. But anyway, I'm young. And I got more ahead of me, and I'm feeling really good going into yeah, this new you're year. Under, so. If you're under 55, you're young, dude. Yeah, no, for sure. Because yeah. once 55 hits, man, that's where you start getting some discounts at restaurants, and hey, I don't know how I feel about that. And you get that. to be put on AARP and all that good stuff. Yeah, I'm down to save money, but... <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, happy birthday, man. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, but it's happy not just... You. Yeah, thank you, man. But it's not just my birthday. Duk Sol is celebrating pretty soon. It's one year. I think we're going we're gonna to pretty much... I don't know when the date was. I'm pretty sure it was like the first week of March. It actually this. already passed. It did it already pass? Yeah. Shoot. <laughs> Happy belated birthday. Happy belated birthday to the Yeah, technically, um, I was looking, you know, it's funny. I was looking back at a couple things mm-hmm. uh, photo wise. Uh huh. And I got, actually, the podcast sent me an email. They're like, hey, congratulations on your first year and this and this. And I oh, was, no kidding. I was like, what the hell? First year. Mm-hmm. Um, because for some reason, I thought it was March, too. Like, I thought... I could have sworn it was. But I suppose we posted, like, last week of February, right? Is that... When When was the date? When was well, the date? Let's... here we go. Let's just go... I'm going to go to Apple Podcasts, because that's my preference uh-huh. of... Um, uh-huh. Of listening to podcasting, because... Correct. Apple's dope. February 28th. So, actually, ha! You're lost. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. I was on time. Come no, on. you weren't. You said March. Well, you know you what? I was still on. You said it already passed. I said it just passed. <laughs> you said it. Ju- he said it just passed. Yeah. I'm saying so happy early birthday. Just we passed were- is like fairly closer than mid-March because you gave almost a specific. I know. My just passed hey, could have been yesterday. I know that, but I was still saying early. Like it's coming up. So, you know. I win. <laughs> Whatever, whatever this guy this guy <laughs> lifted the wrong flag and the shy guy cut him off into sea I'm <laughs> yeah the mario party one where he's like lifting the flags dude yeah. fucking shy guys dude that game that oh i want to make a horror movie of shy guys dude when shy guy becomes open source when he becomes like public domain like steamboat willie like, mickey like, mouse yeah uh-huh, or winnie the pooh that's what we're doing you heard it from us first when we're old yeah nintendo's gonna be on top of that though no 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 but see, actually, real question: Are public domain like, are like, are the laws different because they're a Japanese company? So is that yeah. different for the U.S. from like, is that w- different for them? I would imagine so. So they can they probably work around that, keep Mario a heck of a lot longer than, or I don't know, how does it work? Let's That's find, a good question. Let's let's find out. You know, here, like, we're gonna do some real research right now and give you guys the facts and not just the this, opinions. This dude's going to try to Scooby-Doo that shit. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Let's see. Public domain. Not punlick. Oh, my God. Nice typing. I cannot type today. Public domain Japan. They're all pinkies. Yeah, let's see. Let's see. Rules of... Public domain in Japan. Under Japanese law, and this comes from the national... Ew, nope, not the diet library but it's a dot go dot jp that that looks legitimate to me yeah okay here it is so um under japanese law 
copyright protection continues until the end of a period of 70 years following the death of an author. So Miyamoto would technically have to pass 70 years past that. Then it would be public domain. That's, that's or in cases where the work bears the name of a corporate body until the end of a period of 70 years following the making public of the work. Please note that the copyright to a work whose authorship is attributed to an individual has expired if their year of death is in or before 1967. Also, the copyright to a work whose authorship is attributed to an organization has expired if the year of publication is in or before 1967. Thus, even when the publication is out of print, is the, by holding, the corporate body of holding the copyright is now defunct in principle. So they have a ton of options, really. That's probably why they, that's why they care so much about the health of their people. <laughs> in a weird kind of way, if you want to assume Nintendo's going dark, they're only keeping Miyamoto alive so they can keep cashing in Mario. <laughs> Cryo-freeze cryo him like and, and Zelda and Donkey Kong. That's three properties <laughs> that you know for a fact that Miyamoto has created. So Those are the main uh, ones. Yep. Didn't do Metroid also? He did not. Not to my... Or maybe... Yes. Yes, he did. I believe. Here, let's see. We're, we're, we're just your... We're, uh, this episode of the Doxel cast is a fact base. We are a fact database. We are checking uh, everything today. We could still be wrong, though. We, oh, yeah. No, of course. I cannot type today. What is up? Let's see. Here we go. Metroid create... Who's the creator of Metroid? No, not... Cre- Jesus. You got a computer... Open this up. I can't type today. It's because I'm trying. You know what, guys? Look, you could if you're watching the video, you could see that I'm trying to like type on an iPad with my arm around the mic here. And yeah, there we go. Yoshio Sakamoto, born 1959, is a Japanese video game designer and producer. He has directed. It says directed several, but it doesn't say who created. If he created, hmm, it says developers, creators. Here we go. Miyamoto is not mentioned on that list. Satoru Okada, Yoshio Sakamoto. There you go. Okay. Never mind. It would make sense, creator and developer, right? I mean, that's what Miyamoto was to the original Super Mario Brothers, so there you have it. <laughs> Hot damn. Yeah. Right, 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 right. So, well, that's yeah. A, yeah, so well, tomorrow is Duxo's uh, mm-hmm. birthday, so the, we'll consider this the birthday episode. Yeah, there Not you go. Not necessarily planned. Yeah, well... It's been a fun year. Like let's 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 let on that note. Ooh, let's, let's reflect a little reflect. bit. Yeah, let's reflect a little bit. Like <laughs> this is episode twenty two now because I just checked our episode list. This will be number twenty two. Yeah, twenty two episodes within a whole three hundred sixty five day period. How do you feel about that? Ah, sorry, I'm enjoying this uh, Suntory whiskey. Hey, sponsor um, us. Sponsor us. <laughs> Get a sponsor. Um, I'm kidding. That's good. Though. I mean, I'm okay with it. I mean. If you're really, I mean, it's more than one episode a month. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, can more can more be done? Absolutely, but yeah. um, it's it was just our it was our it was our first rodeo with uh, with this uh, duo that we're doing here, and then what we're working with, and you know, we we've gone through we shifted our identity within that year at least two three times. Um, so I mean I'm 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 all right with it. Yeah. Um definitely definitely be more. I know we're very ambitious mm-hmm. on things that we want to accomplish. I mean video is a big one that we wanted to get going um which you know we we have going on right now. 
Whether or not this comes to light, I have no idea. Because you're the video guy. I am the video guy. I'm, I'm and you know, let you me yeah, let me speak up on that one. So a lot of that, the ambitious side. I'm going to speak to that piece specifically. Um, really become really spawns from my own like my own creative side. Like this is the stuff that I've been doing for such a long time, and in other areas, I've made my own content. I've done video game content. I've done um, film, like short films of my own. Um, I've done graphics before. I've ran even a in-person model video game tournament organization for a while. I, I've done a lot of different things and now podcasting. So I've kind of had a hand in a lot of different areas. And a lot of those things require um, things like graphics, video, audio, um, all of that nature. And, uh, you know, I feel like I can do it. I feel like it's possible for me to do it, but then I realize I take on too much and then that's what holds me back from actually putting out a promised product. So what I'm working towards um, for the Dulk cast this year, um, if we could set like New Year's resolutions for a podcast, <laughs> if you will. Goals. Goals, right? Um, stretch goals, I guess is what I like to probably say because I want to make sure that I don't stretch myself um, – I don't want to just jump, you know, cold turkey into something and then not deliver, right? So I want to um, deliver a product that you all, that are listeners, that would be able to enjoy, um, but also not stretch myself too thin in other areas that I also want to see products come to the light of day of. Like, I, I do my own personal content on socials and YouTube um, that I'm exploring this year. In fact, I just posted one recently. That kind of gives you a taste of like my style and like the the art of why it takes a while to create something. And so, doing this, I want to give it that same level of care. But it's a matter of figuring it out how to fit that into my lifestyle because that's a lot of what my personal content's about. Um, so, if any of you happen to follow that or have seen that, then you can understand a little bit more of what I'm talking about here. Um, but also on the on the personal note side, um, logistically speaking. It was also hard because the hardware I had didn't exactly fit those needs that I wanted to deliver on. And so you guys can't really see here, but if you're kind of watching the video, surprise, I have a brand new MacBook right here that I just purchased, kind of like a little birthday treat to myself. Um, Space Black M3 Pro, MacBook Pro. Nothing crazy. It's just one of the uh, stock options that you can get with an Apple retail, Apple stores. Um, But uh, it's just an 18 gig 512. But when I tell you, it runs light years over what I previously had. So being able to run DaVinci, Photoshop, um, things of that nature is, is just like a breeze now to me. So, I mean, Apple Silicon's no joke. So um, I could definitely do it now, logistically. I think the other part of it too is figuring out how do I strike that balance on delivering and giving myself the proper care that I need to be able to just relax, decompose, not be overwhelmed with other projects or promises that I'm, I'm trying to upkeep. Um, and I've had a year now to figure that out. Like you said, we've had the identity change a couple times on this podcast and for the better, I firmly believe, cause I feel a lot more confident in the, the content we speak of. Um, the discussions that we have is up to what I believe is podcast worthy and more fun to listen to. <laughs> so I want you all to see that. So I'm, I'm not only, logistically prepared but i'm more invested so um this year is going to be exciting um but i don't again like i've said before and i learned i don't want to overpromise. so i hope you guys enjoy what you're seeing here and uh if you have any feedback let me know this is good pacing and that's why like i said with with 
Would you say 22 episodes we did this 20, This will be number 22. This will be 20, so 21 episodes we did last year. Because uh, this is first of 2024, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so it's- also, wait, no, no. We we did a CES. Uh, I had talked about CES in the last episode, I believe, right? When was that one? 21? Had to have been. Yeah, pretty sure. See, that's how much time passes in between, folks. Oh, like, it was the very beginning of the mm, year, New Year's. Yeah, around that time, yeah. Or, yeah, January 5th. that's right. We were talking about going on our trips. Yeah, so 21. Up. Either way. Um, so I got that to talk about, too. <laughs> um, so either way, I mean, it's like I said, it's a good pacing. And to your point, I mean, we have a lot of projects going on on the side. I mean, we have our own, you know, actual work lives. We have, you went through a lot this past year, which was really awesome. You got to ex- experience a lot. Um, you know, I had my growth where, where I work and then we have our personal lives. We have relationships, families and things like that. So right. it was a really crazy year. But on top of that, to your point, we have a lot of side projects. I mean, I have, you know, my side project of Sigma Duocast. I have my side hustle business, uh, Cinesans that I started, um, you know, all these other little things that I want to get into. So I think, like I said, going back to it, 21 episodes in a year. I mean, it's more than one a month. I'm, I'm good with it. I think it's fantastic. I think yeah. uh, we did some great stuff. We got a pretty good following. And then again, it's just the beginning, man. It's just the start. And so before you know it, we'll continue as long as we're putting out stuff every every so often. Uh yeah. We'll be good, but yeah, I don't know. I'm good. I'm happy. Yeah, I'm I'm good, and I hope. I also hope you all are good too with what we've come up with and what we're continuing to come up with. Um, this is why we always say, or at least we try to always say, at the end of every cast, um, keep the discussion going. It goes beyond the cast itself. Um, we take feedback. We want to keep the talk with you all engaged and going um, to make this a fun community, also to be a part of as well, because. We know we're not the only ones that can speak to this, of course. There's a number of other podcasters out there and a number of other, um, uh, other uh, just a number of people out there that also enjoy the stuff that we do. Um, I think this is actually a really good point for me to segue into something that I've been venturing on recently um, while we're on the subject of reflection and um, talking about how we're developing ourselves further individually, but also on the cast here, too. Um, Recently, I've been reading this book that's uh, really given me a lot of um, empowerment, but also a lot of dis- like rediscovery, I should say, um, on how to approach things um, professionally, creatively, um, even romantically and, friend- and with friendships and things like that, any kind of relationship for that matter, one to self. Um, is this book, I actually brought it with me. Uh, this book is called Atomic Habits, written by James Clear, Tiny Changes, Remarkable Results. And um, this was a book that was actually recommended to me during, um, I think it was about, oh, gosh, I can't remember when exactly. It must have been a little bit around after 2022 or 2023. I can't remember exactly when. But the idea behind this book is that we have to recognize that if we want change to occur, we have to be the change. And the amount of effort that you put in will not always be seen, but it is happening. And I think a lot of the times when we make changes or we make it like, here, let me give you an actual, let me try to give you like a uh, hypothetical. So we have this gentleman, okay? He looks at himself, he gets on the scale, he weighs maybe 100, 200 pounds more than he would like to, right? 
we'll give an exact number just because everyone's idea of a, a uh, happy weight is different, right? So he weighs 100 or 200 pounds more than he would like to. What's the, uh, what's the instinctive thought that someone like that might do if they're unhappy with that? What do you think? Lose weight. Lose weight. And how would we do that? We would change diet. Exercise. Exercise. Maybe drink more water. You know, go to a doctor. Go to a just doctor. Get it sucked out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's the easy path. I am just way saying out, these my are guy. options, man. Hey, they are options. They are. It's, you know what? It's my money, and I want it now. Yeah. All right. Well, let's just say this guy's a broke joke. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> Maybe not a broke joke, but you know, let's you know, just it's funny. say. I told. I told this to. I said this to one of my um one of my friends. I go one of my coworkers actually. I go. I go. Damn. I want to lose some weight. I go. I just want to get like, you know, go to Tibet and just get locked up in a freaking prison up there somewhere and just lose weight for 30 for 30 days and I'll, I'll come back skinny. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "Damn." Dang. I said, Dude. You're going to go all her- uh, hermit Obi-Wan Kenobi, you know, out in the dune sea and just we'll go Batman, dude. Yeah, or go Batman, Batman just begins. go wait out there and hiding for like so long and just not come back until you drop a certain amount of Would weight. That, wouldn't that be so more like more impactful? Like, hey, whatever happened to Rick? Like, dude, I don't so know. here he's been gone for like 30 days, 60 days. Like, do you know what happened? Like, nah, this dude went to Asia and like <laughs> disappeared. Oh, he must be dead, you know? So, I don't know. And then next, you know, you come back and you're like. Freaking Arnold Schwarzenegger in his prime, bro! Like that'd be crazy. <laughs> so here, here, let's Shit. roll with, let's let's roll with this, okay? So let's say this guy decides to go out and he spends thirty days out in a cabin in the woods. You know, just he's gonna whatever he decides to do, right? Dude. He can starve himself. He can change his diet. He can exercise. He can do any of these things, right? The point that I'm trying to make here is that along the way, most people of this type get discouraged when they don't see the results that they want when they're putting in the effort. Let's say he puts in 30 days and he hasn't oh, dropped yeah, yeah. a certain number of weight, right? Let's say he's only dropped two pounds. I told you, instant gratification, you instant go to a doctor. Gratific- exactly. Go so to here, let me, let me get to my point here. Instant gratification, right? People hold on to that way too much. I, myself included, have been guilty of this. I've caught myself doing this so many times. So that's why this book is so important to me. The point that this book is telling me here is that We make so much effort into making changes for ourselves, but we don't see the results that we want to see, so we fall off, right? But the truth of the matter is what we see online, social media, and amongst our friend groups and amongst like other media like Netflix, Hulu, whatever you consume, right? It looks like an overnight sensation, Someone posts, I, I, I don't know if you've seen this, but I've seen this. A dude posts himself super scrawny or super pudgy, and then the next one, boom, snap. He's swole AF. He's he's there. He's a god. Yeah. He's looking like Thor, bro. It's a social media illusion. It, it is. And I know you know this, but the, the secret, the key to that, to actually achieve this, is not what do they do in six weeks to achieve this. It's actually that they're taking the time to make that happen. But we don't see that, right? So think of it like this. A guy puts an ice cube. An ice cube, Rick. Yeah. He puts an ice cube in a 29 degree the 28 degree room. That's cold, right? An ice cube, okay? Yeah. I just sit it right here on the counter. And it's 28 degrees. The ice cube is likely not going to melt. Right. In fact, it actually won't because it, it's at an adequate temperature, which is kept up to stay solid. Yeah. Right. 
well, I want this ice cube to melt, but I'm only allowed to turn the degree up once per day, right? Actually, we'll say once per week, right? Once per month, whatever whatever the goal is, right? We're going to turn it up. We can only turn it up once per certain frequency. So we'll just say for the sake of this one day. So I turned it up 29 degrees, okay? That ice cube's not melting. I'm going to turn it up the next day, 30 degrees. It's not melting, right? What if I turn it up again, Rick? Then what? It's not melting? It's not melting. Yeah. It's not melting. We're at 31 degrees now. But, and this is science, turn it up to 32 degrees. Now what do you get? Condensation. Condens- <laughs> no, really. Condensation. Because it's beginning to melt, right? That is what people seek. People want to see the ice melt, but people don't want to turn up the degrees each week or each day or each month, whatever the frequency is, to get it to melt. Because you don't see the change in between 28 to 32 degrees. But when you reach 32, you begin to notice it, right? It's not that the decisions that we're making, the efforts that we're making towards change aren't happening. They actually are. You just can't see it. And what this guy here in this book tells me is that the the efforts that we're putting in are being stored into like a bucket that you will eventually see poured right out in front of you. It's going to break just like an ice that melts. And when that moment comes, you're going to be damn proud of yourself because you did that. But nobody else saw that. Only you did. And because you felt that. But you have to make sure that you believe consciously that that's what you're doing. And so in that same manner, I want to melt the ice cube for the Cast, for myself, for my job, for my relationships that I have with friends and family and loved ones. Right. And. I feel like a lot of the time I've been comparing myself to what others see and I'm discouraged from progressing this podcast further, from progressing myself further, and I have to start treating life like an ice cube. I have to kill those habits by gradually turning up a degree each time and not letting that fall off. Otherwise, I won't see it melt like the way I want it to. And that's really what that, 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 that that's just a piece of the book. There's actually so much more that it goes into, but I feel like that's really changed my outlook a lot. And I know I've been talking a lot on this cast in the last couple of episodes about my recent self discoveries, but I think this one has really taken the cake for me on how I'm looking at things. So that's dope. Yeah. It's pretty heavy, dude. It is. And it, it, I mean, it's not <laughs> like. I don't want it to sound like I'm diminishing anybody for this either. Like I'm actually trying to empower people by sharing this, what I found here, because I feel like I see my, what I've seen in myself and a lot of other people, but it all comes down to discipline. But I figure having an analogy in a way that it's broken down like this book does here, I feel like it could make it that much easier. So I felt like it was my place to share it, especially since we're on a topic of reflection. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's good. I mean, for those that struggle with that and understanding mm-hmm. on how to create the balance and how to, <clears throat> you know, overcome those things. I mean, mm-hmm. sounds like it's good. Yeah. I just, I, it's, it's when, once you get the grasp of it, you can really apply that anywhere. Just call it ice. You apply that ice to wherever you want to see that change to and understand that there's, there's time and everything. And that time is measured differently. Those degrees in this case with ice are measured differently. And so, that's how I'm looking at this. The the ice that you want to see melted in this cast, it'll happen. It'll get there. Just give me time. <laughs> so. so what I'm hearing is I got to turn the heat on this guy. That's right. And then our ice and our Dokso cast drinks will melt. So he, mine's already like melting, bro. Yeah, see? There you go. Exactly. Well, damn. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I took that turn. Sure did. What's up in your world, man? I've got a lot to say, but I mean, what's going on in your world? It's been it's been a minute, so. Dude, absolutely nothing. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, bro? There's too what much. There, there, there's 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 got to have been stuff in between. Um, nah, man. I mean, I've been like I said, I just been, I just been rolling with everything, um, with all the side projects and just. I'm just, I don't know, dude. Like, I'm just really enjoying everything right now. Like, this year, I'm just absorbing everything. Um, I don't really, I'm trying to find ways to elevate my already established, like, I don't give a shit mentality and, you know, fuck it, can't control everything. And when stuff don't go our way, it don't go our way, whatever the case may be. And I'm just trying to be on that positive flip and, like I said, man, I just really want to uh, go on with all the projects. Sigma, Cena sounds like, I think this year is just really a year of growth, of enjoying everything. I mean, my kids are pretty much at an age where they're pretty much almost self-sustained for the most part. So that's pretty awesome. Those that have kids, you guys will know when you got them kids in them first 10 years, eight, seven, like you're like, bound 100 percent. you know they're scumbags and they annoy people <laughs> you can't take them because anywhere you can't do the fun stuff like now right, like i mean right. dude i've been going this past year we i got a lot of trips that we're going to and i mean granted some of the stuff it's more like for me and my significant other to experience where yeah it'd be cool to take my kids but i'm not mm-hmm. you know like you know there's family events and then there's relationship events you know what i'm saying right. like there's things i got to do with my partner to really you know my wife to really grow our relationship because it's been from the jump it's been very much my kids involved you know Um, i mean i got one kid that's 15 Uh and another that's 10 and so they're at the point now like the 15 pretty much that he's acting all grown you know the 10 year old he takes on that energy so he's acting like he's grown (laughs) so like that's cool like that so like i said those that have kids like they understand your first seven six seven years it's it's tough to to do stuff it's tough to go out you know by always having to worry like again don't get this twisted like i love my family i love doing things but like i genuinely at times just i hate having to worry about people I know that sounds that sounds kind of rude and selfish. I get it, but oh. like, like, it, like, it, there's a different feeling when you're able. Like, even my wife, like, when we go out, like, you know, she's grown as woman. <laughs> you know, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, like, she can handle herself, she can do her thing, and sometimes, and I'm not saying that all the time, but I mean, there's moments that, as a parent, as as you grow older, like, you just want to be able not to worry about no one, take right. care of anyone, right? You know, I mean, doing it for quite some time, and. It's uh, I'm now entering that phase of being a dad and and being a parent where like I'm at that like not the finish line, but I'm at that point where like, all right, I'm now building capabilities in my eldest to be self-sustained, to be successful, to be ready. You know, so you got to kind of start giving them that real world experience. You know, the other one obviously still has time, but, you know, he's able to handle his own business. So, um it's just cool, and so that's what we're kind of experiencing. Like I said, I got a trip coming up in, uh, in actually in a few weeks, mm-hmm. um, another one later in April. Um, so these experiences are cool, and then you know, obviously, that's more of like a not so much solo, but it's like the duo with me and my 
and my wife. And then, you know, then we got the family experiences coming up. And so I just really want to embrace that right now and just enjoy that and have fun with it. So, yeah. It's kind of where I'm at with with that, man. Other than that, I mean, really been like I said, I haven't been doing too too much. Just mm. that prep work. Yeah, right. I've been turning the degrees little by little here and there, as this guy said, as this guy put it. No kidding, which I loved. Yeah, you know, so no kidding. Oh man, what 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 have I what? So what have I accomplished so far this year? And it's only been two months. Two months. Yeah, right. Because we're right entering two March. more days in yeah, February. Yeah, because leap hey, year. Leap year. Hey, speaking of which, you know what I noticed. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth launches on Leap Year. On the... 29th. Oh, on Thursday? Yeah. I'm like, that's cool. That's a cool day to release. Dude, hold up. So, <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> what? I just found out. <laughs> I just read today, because I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't been playing any video games, but uh-huh. I did go back... And because I knew Rebirth was coming out for Final Fantasy VII, and, and I never, when I got Final Fantasy VII, I played on PS4, beat it, the whole thing. When I got my PS5, I got the PS5 reintegrated, whatever the fuck they yeah. want to call it, Renic- uh, remake, reintegrated, or integrated. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I didn't um, transfer my save because my PS4 was put away, so I had to play all the way from the beginning again. And so I was like, "Fuck! I got to finish my game before I uh, before the new one comes out, and mm-hmm. I got to start the the Yuffie DLC because I never did that." Oh, okay. So I yeah, literally right. go go and finish the game. It was like three years ago, and I only had like literally twenty minutes left to play to finish it. <laughs> so I finished it, and then I um, I'm in the, actually in the middle of the Yuffie DLC right now, so I'm doing that. But man, I'm so pissed because I found out today that it's 147 gigs to That's install. Massive. Dude. I mean, it's two Blu-ray discs, so yeah, it's two. It's two Blu-ray discs. Oh well, just like the original. <laughs> well, that almost four though. Technically, well, if you if you if you take mm-hmm. the first one into consideration, it's three discs. And it's, yeah. The original was three, by the way. Yeah, Final Fantasy oh, Seven right. was three. I thought it was four. Eight was four. Ah, uh, that's where I'm getting mixed up. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, but anyway, so now I'm like looking at um, I'm on Amazon because I need to buy a, a hard drive to install on my PlayStation because. I don't, dude, and the thing that sucks is I don't even use my PlayStation. I literally have Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2, Miles Morales, Horizon Forbidden West, Final Fantasy 7, Final Fantasy 7 Crisis Core, Hot Shots Golf, or whatever the fuck they called it now, because it's not called that anymore. And that's it, and my shit's already, like, almost filled. You and I, wait, you and I have the same library minus the golf game. (laughs) And I have, okay. Oh, and it's straight. Re- which one? Oh, Stray. Replace Golf with Sonic Frontiers and replace Stray with... No, I have Stray too. And uh, Sonic Origins. Then, yeah, we have the same library. Yeah. And that and just like you, I don't feel any motivation to buy more storage on a console I'm barely playing. Like, I yeah. play these games... So, there, so I'm going to buy external... It's like 120 bucks for the, the, the solid state drive that I want that's been like... I've been yeah. reviewing them, like, which one's the best one out there. Mm. And it's only a terabyte. Because two terabytes is fucking expensive, but it's like 120, 100, 100 yeah, bucks. Right. So I'll just do that. But I'm just like, bro, are you kidding me? Like, because PlayStation don't even give you a terabyte to, from the jump, stupid bastards. They give you like 800 gigs and then they take up like 100 for system yeah, storage. Yeah, you find that so weird on the box, the original box, it's like 800 something gigs. Like, it's not yeah. even like. like that so you only like, have like 675 gigs or maybe it was 700. the weirdest thing I've seen like on a box for like a console. I'm like, why is it. This amount, but not just a straight terabyte. That's so strange. At least they give it. At least they made it convenient to install a hard drive. Because I actually took off the panel and I looked at it, and it's mm. like it's it's click yeah. and, click and play. Yeah. So. Right. What's it like on the slim models now? Do you know? 
like what that looks like. Or I it's, know they don't, I know they don't call it slim, but it, I'm gonna call it slim. Okay, yeah. it's the newer it's, slim. It model. still has the same. It has the same like like port that you can plug in the thing. Mm, right. Yeah, no, nothing. Nothing extravagant. Uh huh. Gotcha. Yeah, man. It was just. Uh, what was I getting at? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm excited to play that though. Uh, Rebirth. It, it looks really, really good. I will. I just got to finish the Yuffie stuff first. Mm-hmm. I refuse to play it until I. Yeah, I'm all caught up. It looks really, really good. I'm excited for it. The visuals look incredible, and uh, I have some friends that actually I've discovered recently that work now at Square in the last few months that have gotten a hand at in this game's like, um, in its like, like advertising, marketing material, and stuff. One of my friends, Chad, online, he's he's involved with the game. He's like one of the senior like PR managers, I think, for for Square and. Um, I know he's really enthusiastic about it, and I've seen so much stuff on it, and it looks really, really good. So There's still one more part, dude. I know. I know. Isn't that the wild part? There's one more after this. This isn't even the full thing. So <clears throat> I guess you're right. Like, each one is, like, one disc. disc. Yeah, that's insane. But in total, it's going to be, like, three discs, that's five ins- discs. That's insane. I can't really imagine what, the, what like, the final part would be. I need to see where this one ends, but... Well, don't tell me, because I genuinely... Okay, Hate me on this all you want, everybody, but I You've never finished Final Fantasy Not the original Final Fantasy Seven, no. So, which is actually kind of nice for me because I'm here's the doxelness of this, the uniqueness of everything, right? Like, I obviously you've played and beaten and know the story of Final yeah. Fantasy Seven many times. I and eight. loosely know the story because obviously it's kind of like you know don't. Hmm? Oh. Okay, I thought you were saying something. Sorry, I'm, I'm trying to eat away from... I have no food in my system, so I'm eating away from the mic. So people don't hear me. I don't want hey people guys, to hear. Wait. He, That's terrible. See? No, he wants his ass. You guys want the Rick ASMR on here, right? Come on. Come on. It's, it's rude to eat while podcasting. Oh, some people enjoy that, bro. I'm just telling you. We can get mad views on this. You know what I'm saying? Those are the same people that pay to look at foot. Oh, my God. That took a turn. I wasn't trying to go that direction. But anyways, I was trying to say that I loosely know the story of Final Fantasy VII Remake. Or not Remake, but know the story of the original Final Fantasy VII. And um, I'm enjoying being kind of in the dark on this one. Because I could. I, I, I could. And I actually have interest in playing the original. And I, there have been moments where I've wanted to. But it's, I also it's know that's significantly different, though. That's what I understand. Yeah, I'm aware of that. But also, you can't tell me that they're not going to loosely base it off of, or maybe you can. I don't know that they're going to loosely base it off of, of course, this game, like the original, because that. Made- well, no, no. So no. So understand this. Okay. The Resident Evil re. I mean, Resident Evil. Fuck, uh, dude. I got Resident <laughs> Evil in my head. <laughs> Ooh. Woo. Have you even played Four Remake yet? Because I know you yeah. had. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because I know for a minute you. I'm waiting. That. I'm, I'm. I'm hoping they announce. There's rumor of them remaking the first one. There's rumor of Resident Evil 9. Fuck, I love Resident Evil. Anyways, um, <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. Whenever I hear a remake, it's always associated with Resident Evil. I hear, yeah. So no, Final but, Fantasy yeah. remake, the thing is, here's here's the thing. So when they made Final Fantasy 7 back in 96, 97, 97. whatever it was, um, like obviously they were limited with technology, but they told the story that they told, and it was fantastic. And think of it as... Um, Think of it as like your favorite story um, turned into a TV movie. It's like the movie. It's like it. You had the book, then you had the movie, the TV movie, the movie that everyone knows that's familiar with the old school. That was a TV movie. That that yeah. wasn't like a motion right. picture. And now we have the movie. Yeah. And so, what did they do with the movie? They basically 
almost told the same story, but they took more from the book than anything. So with this one is when Final Fantasy VII came out, they released it. It was fantastic. Then obviously they did uh, eight and then nine. And as those that don't know, Final Fantasy, although they're numbered in a sequence, they actually don't really have anything to do with one another mm-hmm. unless they have like a hyphen, like what they did with 10. And then they did 10, two and all that crap. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, after Final Fantasy VII released, a few years go by, and it just got very popular. So they started adding more things to the story. They started expanding on characters. That's where they made, like, the, I think it's called, like, Dared Sebris, where you focus on the Vincent character. They made Advent Children movie. Yeah, so they right. expanded the lore so much that it kind of convoluted the story of Final Fantasy VII. And so what they wanted to do, because then they did Crisis Core and all kinds Sounds of shit. Sounds a lot like Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. And so what they <laughs> wanted to do is they wanted to keep true to everything that Final Fantasy VII started, specifically the first game and everything that came after. And that's what they did with the remake. So the remake integrates a lot of the original game for sure, but they've expanded to give you a more cinematic feel. But to re- to incorporate a lot of this expanded lore and canon uh, material that came after the original game. And so this is just like their way of streamlining. Retelling the story. Retelling the, the story in a streamlined way. And I'm what I'm assuming is going to somehow incorporate a lot of the extra stuff that came after or in the middle. Because they've already like kind of did that with the Crisis Core. Crisis Core originally came out on PSP and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. And now they re- re-released it. But they tuned it up a bit. Where it correlates with the remake games. You said, didn't they re-release Advent Children in theaters recently? I've seen yeah. a lot of talk about that. Yeah. Is it still out? I don't know if it's still in theaters. Probably not. But Dang. I would have actually liked to have seen that. It's a good one. You haven't seen it? Mm, no, I haven't. I've seen like pieces of it like on like X, Twitter, or whatever. But You need um, to beat the first game though, to, to kind of... That's kind of also why I haven't like touched it too much. Because like I, I'm familiar with it, but like I don't want to... Um, jeopardize my experience with what I've been playing so far. Um, would you say, as someone who has been the original, that it's worth my time to go back and play the original right now before this whole remake is concluded? Or would you say I should see it the way I've been doing it? Which is, wait. So it depends on how you want it. it so it, it depends on the point of view you want to take. So if you want to... Um, if you want to appreciate the game more and the story more, um, definitely go back and play the original. Okay. Um, because seeing certain scenes, certain things come to life in, in the in not only the what's available now, the integrated remake and then pretty soon rebirth, like just the trailer that I watched, the the last like trailer they did for the game for rebirth, like there were certain scenes they showed and I was like like because I mean I played it I played Final Fantasy VII when I was 10 years old. Right. So looking at it then till now, I was like, what the hell? Like, look how amazing this looks. So there's that wow factor, but that's because it benefited me from that age to now. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that would f- affect people in like the current generation. Um, but knowing that you're, you know, you, you appreciate video games and, and mm-hmm. the journey that video games have. Yeah. You might, you might enjoy that mm-hmm. pretty well. Um, but in the other point of view, like, would it really make a difference? Not really, because okay. for you, it's like not make a difference. This is to this, not play this it. is your yeah, because this since you didn't play that, and you're you're all that's different. This is your Final Fantasy, so everything you're seeing here is new to you. So what the story since you already started with the other one, 
uh, I would just say continue where you're at right now because then all the special things that happen in the story and in the remake and, and the remake, I mean for the most part it'll be there mm-hmm. it'll just be slightly different but it'll be probably more impactful mm-hmm. um, in the remake in the remake yeah yeah because okay. yeah, like for example like you you finished the the remake right the yeah. first one mm-hmm. so you know how at the end and I guess spoilers if you haven't played it but you know at the end you see um, Zach yeah like. You don't see that dude until like later in Way the later. original game, yeah. and you only see that's him, what you, I under, I understood that bit, and you only yeah. see him in the segment that you need to see him in. Mm-hmm. So like everything they showed mm-hmm. after in or in the remake, and even like in the trailer for Rebirth, a lot of that like some of the stuff is like mm, that wasn't mm-hmm. in the game, like that's not part of it. Okay, but they they did bring it in, and they and they have it, so it's more of an impactful story. I see. But my only concern is I hope they don't like marvel this shit up where it's like you got all these crazy timelines going on because uh, it's it's a timeline thing when when zach's involved it's a timeline thing okay there's there's previous story and then there's current story uh-huh. and then there's also like there the, the village that clouds from like mm. there's previous story and then there's current story so you have two different timelines i'm just curious on how they're going to do it because the way they did mm. it at the end like kind of threw me off at first because at first you see him you see zach zach and i'm like what the hell and it seemed like he was in the same timeline but then, like you, I think you end up seeing Cloud or whatever, and then it's mm. like, oh wait, he's not. But the way they did it just kind of was a little. Co- it was really good. Mm. It was fantastic, but <laughs> it was a little like confusing for a second there. I was like, oh wait a minute, and then I was like, oh okay, it's the flashback. Gotcha. So yeah, it's good though. Like yeah. I, if you started it with the remakes, continue it. Okay. If you had the benefit to play the original back then, then there you go. I think honestly, I have a del- I bought it on my Switch when it was like five bucks on the yeah. eShop. So I have dude, it. that's I actually just, a really good buy because yeah. what you can do on the Switch, if you want to speed run it, you can because they have um, three like modifications to the game that's stock on it where you could have limit break at all times. So you're like Ooh. instant OP. Okay, you could speed uh, dialogue, and then there's something else that you can do. I think I don't know if it was money or something, but you can like you have like quote unquote cheats, but it's just enhancements to the game, so it like expedites the experience. Okay. That's what I ended up doing when they released on the Switch. I played through it again, but I had all those enhancements because I was like, I just want to go through it. I'll have to kind of toy back and forth, you know, with that thought. Like, this is actually good for me to have this discussion because I'm still trying to figure out what ultimately I want to do. Like, there's days where I'm like, and I have. I've booted up the original, and I've played the original, but I haven't, like, gone obviously far enough into it where I'm like, I'm going to, I haven't gotten, let's just say this. I'm, like, not even a half, like, of the original, I haven't even got halfway of what the remake has told. If that makes sense. Well, I'll tell you this. Yeah. The remake. Mm-hmm. How long did it take you to beat the game? Oh, I, I mean, you know me. I'm a slow paced gamer. So, I mean. That's fine. How yeah. long did it take you to beat the game? Like a year. But I'm, I mean, in game time. Oh, in game time? Because, you know, it tells, it tells you how long you've played for the game. <sighs> was it like? 30 hours, 40 hours? It was like 38 hours. 38 hours? Yeah. Pretty crazy, right? A lot of stuff you did there? Mm-hmm. That whole portion. And, you, I didn't, and I didn't complete. Like, I didn't. I wasn't completion. Yeah. I just but you, but you yeah. finished it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You yeah. you you quote unquote, the story. quote unquote you're exiting the you're yeah. exiting Midgar. Mm, yes. For if memory serves me right, those listening, if you're Final Fantasy addicts, you can correct me on this uh, after this. But if memory serves me right, mm-hmm. thirty eight hours you said. Yeah. That whole portion in the original game, it's like thirty minutes. Really. Yeah. yeah see, I haven't even like because a lot of what you see in remake. Yeah. They added. Right. So it's very streamlined when you play the the original like it's it's very fast paced and it's very quick there's not a lot of like cinematics not a lot and of dialogue. what would you say that 30 minutes compares to actual game time for the full original game like what is that like how long does it take you in game hours to beat the original well i did everything 
Um, if you don't speed run it. Uh, no, I didn't speed run it, but I did everything. I, I think I clocked in like 45 hours because uh-huh. I sat there and I like wanted to upgrade. Well, actually, no, I take that back. My PS4 save is like 47, 50 hours. Uh-huh. My PS5 saves by actually probably like 30. Are you talking about remake or are you talking about original? Remake. Remake. Okay, yeah. So what did you say I, about the original? I, no, that's fine. What I was saying is like you compared my 38 hours to 30 minutes. Now take that 30 minutes and compare that to the whole longevity of the actual original game. Like how how far? Oh, the original game's yeah, length? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, the original game's like a couple hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Three, three, four hours, depending on what you do. Mm-hmm. Because once you exit Midgar, it kind of becomes a little open world. You can kind of go. Yeah, see, I like that. That just tells you how far I've even played. The, I, I've just toyed around with it. Like I honestly yeah. haven't even gotten very far. I've done like yeah. I haven't done very much in that. So yeah, because before you know it, in, in the original, before you know it, dude, I know that I haven't left. You're Midgar you're in you're in, you're in so. Shinra like before you even know it, dude. <laughs> like you're like you're there, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like there's there's not like literally literally. When you in the remake, when you go to where I, I, I forgot what the sector it is, but when you go to where like where the um, was it the the seventh heaventh bar, whatever it's called, seventh haven, yeah, seventh, yeah, wherever like the of avalanche groups at, yeah, yeah, the fact that you can roam there and there's hella shit to do and all these people and all that, I know, like all that the side missions, and that stuff? alone yeah. right there, just running around and doing all that shit is like the length of the original game. Wow, because. There's just so much crap to do, depending. I enjoyed that stuff. That was fun. No, yeah. I, I, of course. And that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's what Remake does. It mm-hmm. expands. I mean, I, I don't know what it was. And, and there was a little, what, what's the other little town you go to in the Remake? Dude, I spent hella hours in there. It was what? Where the little school, where Tifa's at. Yeah, Tifa's at. Yeah, yeah. Damn, I spent hella time there. I was doing all like the little the monster hunt crap and all mm-hmm. this shit. I was like, God damn. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. A lot of that stuff is not in the original. Yeah. So that's why, like... Well, you were being a merc. That's what you were doing. It's like, that's what the story told. And so, like, now you're actually doing, like, missions for everyone within the town. And it kind of feels, like, more, like, to the role of what Cloud is and yeah. what he was doing. So that was cool. Um, but, yeah, anyway, all that to say, yeah, I'm excited for the game to launch. And I just found that funny that it's launching on Leap Year. Um, leap Day. Leap Day, Leap Year. 29th. Mm-hmm. It's only going to have a few anniversaries. <laughs> <laughs> It's like it's gonna happy one year anniversary in like four years. <laughs> By that time, hopefully they announce the next one. I don't know. Probably take a while. <sighs> Shit, dude. We're, we won't get the we won't get the next the final conclusion. We got the until... remake in t- during COVID twenty twenty. Remember that? I remember handing that game out at launch at GameStop. Well, I, yeah. Remake first one on PS four. Yeah, we handed that out during COVID. Was it? Mm hmm. Yeah, because some people were worried if we were going to get it during... Because, like, the first one everybody worried about was Animal Crossing. Well, either way, four years later. Yeah, that's what I'm that. saying. Give it, you know... Another four, another four years? New PlayStation will be out. Exactly. Well, New Xbox. Sony said it themselves that this life cycle's ending. You, yeah, this bullshit. Honestly, Sony Sony really cucked people, the Sony fam. Like, they cucked the PS5 so bad. Like, there's hardly anything for it. They said it's, like, nearing its latter half of its life cycle, and they believe it's nearing the end. Like, but that's, that's every PlayStation. PlayStation doesn't release all their big games until the end of a console life cycle. Mm-hmm. So then that way, the new console comes out, and they can re- release it again on the new console as a remastered. Yeah, I'm looking at you, Last of Us 2, you piece of crap. I got but. to play that, by the way. The the Is it out now? The Last, Last of Us Part 2 remastered? Yeah, it's been out. Is it? Okay. Well, shit, my bad. Well, oh, actually, wait. You know what I got to? Oh, oh, oh. I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can say it. I'll, I will say that I got to play a new mode 
in uh, Last of Us. Okay, well, shit. I, I think I may have said it already. Oops. Sorry. If anyone happens to be listening to this and happens to be a Sony exec or whatever or Naughty Dog exec or whatever. What are they going to uh, do? Uh, what are they going to do? I don't know. It's too late. Um, I got to play, like, this new mode that's uh, not like the multiplayer like it was in uh, the original Last of Us, but I got to play some new, like, mission survival mode thing that they were showing off at CES when Sony was there, and it was it was fun. But they were very they were very strict. They were like no photography, and they actually had a rep like standing over my shoulder to make sure I didn't pull out my phone or anything like that. So kind of wild. But um, yeah, you're not wrong. Remakes. Uh, let's remake the last generation and put on the next one, and then we'll do it again, and then we'll redo it again. Well, again. no, it's a different. There's remake and there's remastered. There's two right. oh, two right. different right. things. Remake, remaster. That's right. Sony's Sorry. big on remake. We talked about this. You, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. We talked uh, about this. Remake is 100 percent different from a remake. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You caught me. I know. We've had this discussion before. <laughs> You're the smart one. I'm not. <laughs> I've drink. I oh man, I was gonna say drink this faster than. Oh you shit! I gotta play the demo of Final Fantasy. Is it out now? The demo? It's been out. Oh okay. But it says if you played the first part of the demo, you can also redeem a Kupo charm and a survival set. Oh. The former increases how many crafting materials you can source, while the survival set includes some extra potions and ethers. I'm looking at all like the pre-order benefits because if you play, if you played the, if you have a save file on your console from the remake and then also the DLC, you get material because your save won't carry over, which is kind of a bummer. Um, mm-hmm. But you will get some DLC that way, and then there's rebirth. Play the demo, gotcha. you get bonuses that way, and then obviously depending on which edition you purchase, that's um, lame. That doesn't you get bonuses the that over. That's a bit. That's a bit unfortunate. I would think that all that would carry over, but you know, different games makes sense, I guess. But yeah, it's actually really different. There's a lot of different modes to it. Yeah, right. So I'm not surprised at the same time, though. You know what else I'm excited for this year, though, man? I'm, I'm, this year for me, I, I'm back on a Sonic grind, dude. They got like Sonic stuff coming out left and right now, but like the stuff that they've been putting out is really, really good. Sonic Movie 3 later this year. I'm so stoked for that. Yeah, like, the Knuckles TV show. They got the Knuckles show, got Sonic Shadow Generations, um, which is essentially. Just a remaster of the original Sonic Generations with some new Shadow the Hedgehog content. Oh, is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Yep. If you pl- did you play Sonic Generations? I have it. Yeah. It's a good game. It's pretty dope. Really good game. Um, one of the best Sonic games like of the last decade, honestly. Well, it it's, blended the two generations. Classic and, the yeah, classic and modern. And but like I'll be honest, like the classic mode at the time was badass because it was nice to see classic Sonic back and feel like an actual like good 2D Sonic. But like the of Sonic 2D Sonic has expanded a lot since then with Sonic Mania and even Sonic Superstars a little bit. Um, so I feel like the classic Sonic in Generations, the gameplay of that is definitely aged. Um, I don't know if, I mean, we've only seen one trailer. I don't know if they're going to like make any adjustments to the actual like gameplay itself of how he plays. But if it's anything like the original, it's going to be the same, in which I'm fine with. I actually have no problems playing classic 2D Sonic in Sonic Generations. It's just that everybody spams X button to basically go mock speed spin dash and it just you know it's not the same thing as doing like a drop dash or anything like that like you could in sonic mania but uh i love that game i, I love the game a ton like the uh modern sonic gameplay of generations is actually the best part and probably arguably amongst a lot of the um the sonic community especially the ones that do like modding and stuff um it's probably the most favorable way to play sonic because it has a really good balance of um boost 3D roaming, but also some 2D sections. I just know there's a lot of mods built around that game for, like, the PC version. 
Um, so it'll be nice to play um, Sonic Generations again on modern consoles that's like full 60 frames, upscaled resolution. Um, and of course, the Shadow content that's coming too. Like, I'm not, sue me, but I'm not the biggest Shadow the Hedgehog fan. Shadow's cool, but like I'm not the biggest Shadow of the Hedgehog fan. But it, but what they did show up, it looked pretty cool. Like it looks like that they're trying to, I don't want to say retcon, but it looks like they're trying to, uh, I guess realign his story and his his tellings, like tell his story from like, you know, not start to finish. But I guess they're just trying to clean up is what it is. So I'm excited, and, I, and I'm calling it the year of Shadow, as uh, like kind of like year, the year of Luigi was, if you remember that. Remember the year of Luigi yeah. from Nintendo? This is like the year of Shadow because there's Shadow in this game, this remaster coming. Shadow's the big highlight of Sonic Movie 3. And if any of you are a big Sonic fan and understand the story of the Sonic Adventure games on Dreamcast, then you know likely where the story of the third movie is going to go. Obviously, the uh, the influence is going to be heavily carried over from Sonic Adventures 1 and 2. Um, obviously not a direct clone of it, but... Seen that little teaser? Which did you see that little teaser for the movie? Did you happen to see it? The trailer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It plays uh, a snippet. Um, two things uh, it highlights. One, it plays a snippet of Crush Forty's "Live and Learn," the theme song from Sonic Adventure Two, which is a really big um, moment in that game when that plays. So it kind of like foreshadows a little bit of what you may be able to expect. For the story, but again, it's not a guarantee, but it does get you wondering, ooh, telling, like, kind of like what we were saying earlier about, like, hey, you have a really good game or you have a really good book, but now you put it back on, like, on film and yeah. you tell that story, like, on a bigger screen, which is exciting. It kind of gives me that hope as a Sonic fan that really enjoyed that game um, just to see that come to life. And I, and, and I, however they tell it, however they do it, um, I'm optimistic about it. They've done a really good job with these two Sonic movies. Um they're actually, I mean, they're really, really good. So I, I have, you know, full confidence for the most part. I'm sold already. But um, anyhow, and then the other thing that they showed off in the teaser was uh, Jim Carrey. He's back, even though he was supposed to retire from acting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's back as Robotnik or Eggman in this one, which I was like, there's no way. I, I knew from the start, like, I think I've said it on the cast before, but I knew from the start that there was no way that they were going to do a third movie without it. I could see that they could. But you can't, if, hypothetically, if this was a trilogy, there's no way that you could tell me that they were going to do this without Jim Carrey. I don't think he would have not done it. What do you mean? Like, I don't, like, if they said, oh, yeah, we're going to do a third one, like, I don't think he would have been like, oh, I'm not going to do it. Right. That, yeah, like, like, he has to have done it. Like, there, and especially if it's good material, and they've given him, honestly, he is the highlight for me of these movies. Like, his... His acting, in the, especially in the first one, I feel like, and a bit of the second, was very much um, like like Ace Ventura, like The Mask, like that like era of Jim Carrey being like really like, you know, kind of funny, you know, and they just, I don't know. It was peak acting for me with him during that time frame. And I feel like these movies really brought back the Jim Carrey that I remember from those films. Because, of course, there was a period where he, like, kind of took a pause or stopped acting or was kind of put into more serious roles. So I liked seeing him. I think he feels – what I'm trying to say is I think he fills the role of Robotnik really, really well. Well, doesn't uh, he get fat in the next one? He uh, – no, he's not fat, but he has the 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 uh, the iconic Robotnik Eggman look with the mustache and the bald and the goggles. Um, I thought he got that in the second one. No, well, that's the second one. 
That's what, that's what I'm saying. The first one, he's like just. That's what I'm saying. The third one, doesn't he? Oh, the third one. Oh, oh. Didn't he looked like more well, like Robotnik. Well, we don't have a look at the third movie yet. That's what I'm saying. We don't we don't have a look at it yet. All we have is a teaser of like just the logo, and you can hear him faintly doing like this laugh in the back. And um, but there is in Sonic. Wait, movie, what are you talking about? What do you mean we just have the logo? The trailer, the teaser trailer that we've seen for this movie only shows the logo. We don't see a look of Robotnik, and we haven't seen anything yet of the actual film itself for Sonic Three. Are we sure? I feel like I've watched the trailer for it. It's not out. I would know. Look it up right now. Prove me wrong. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time. This guy, what a jerk! <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but the, but I know. Oh, I, it was just the logo. Yeah, that's what I said. No, I'm asking. Yes. Okay. The the Sonic Movie 3 teaser was just just them showing off the logo. Oh, oh I'm thinking of just the fucking the Knuckles show then. You're thinking of Knuckles, yeah. Knuckles yeah. had a trailer, and that looks pretty good in itself, too. I could talk about that in a sec. But uh, what you probably did see is in Sonic Movie 2, there is a snippet where his uh, apprentice or his assistant um, is um, looking through, like, different, like, cosmetics or what, like... Eggman Robotic would look like. And there is one piece, there is one slide on that screen that he's like swiping through that does show like a fat Jim Carrey uh, mm. looking like Robotic or the one that we were all familiar with. I think it would be a great full circle if he fully adopted the look of Eggman Robotic being the fat, you know, Eggman that we know. But uh, yeah, um, either way, I'm excited to see what they come up with. It should be great. Knuckles looks good too. I I, uh, I just found out that the show time run times for those episodes are supposed to be about an hour long. So it's only like what six episodes or four episodes? Six episodes, yeah. Um, but an hour long, and if they serve as a prequel, pl- you know, going into this, cool. Yeah, that's cool. Fine by me. I mean, I'm actually surprised more with the um, the budget, the quality of that show, um, being that it's like a spinoff, but it's also a precursor into. Sonic 3, um, obviously, because it takes place after 2. Um, I'm surprised that they got, you know, Idris Elba, Ben Schwartz, some of those, you know, the, the cast, essentially. They got the, they, they yeah, got the, yeah, they got the whole cast. Yeah, they got it back for this show, and I'm like, granted, it's six episodes, but I mean, an hour long for each one, like, that's that's pretty big, in my opinion. Now, I, obviously, some are, like, Sonic and Tails, you aren't going to see, like, all the time, because they, they show them in that trailer. So they're not, it's not like you're going to have them in there all the time. But, I think it's like, just, it's like, it's yeah. what Marvel's been doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I'm saying, like, obviously, in comparison to probably, like, you know, who generates more flow money, you know? I mean, obviously, probably Marvel Disney's got the bigger bucks than Paramount does. So I'm saying, like, the budget, you know, I'm I'm surprised they were able to... The quality of which I've seen of this trailer for Knuckles is what I'm saying. I'm surprised by how well it looks. I think um, you're underestimating Paramount, dude. You think so? Maybe I maybe I am. What, what the fuck do I know? <laughs> What the fuck do I know? Yeah, man. What do you know? <laughs> Forget anything I said. I'm out. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> he just straight up walks away. It's what you made me do, bro. It's what you made me do. When I'm, you, just, when you I'm ins- just saying. You just like hey, making it sound when, like when, when you, you're making it sound like Paramount Scrubs. I mean, I didn't say that. See, so you, you, when you compare someone to Disney, bro, you're acting like Disney's king shit and Paramount Scrubs. I didn't Scrubs. say they're they king. They have Halo, dude. Okay, I didn't knock that. I didn't knock that at all. I'm just saying like that. Who's got more money, <laughs> Viacom or Disney? I don't know. Anyway, forget forget that. That's not the point of this. 
It's not the point. I think it's the point. Whatever. Anyway, I'm excited. Sonic content's been on the rise, and it's it's been looking good. And the movie, I'm really excited for it too. And Knuckles, I'll check it out for sure. Um, I'll have to renew my Paramount Plus subscription for a month once they all drop. So <laughs> there you go. See, that's why they don't got money because they don't got my subscription to Paramount Plus. <laughs> I don't. I don't even have a subscription yet. I had one, but bro, I, I have no subscriptions right now. I had it for Halo, and then I got rid of yeah, it. Yeah, I have no subscriptions right now. Like honestly, I have none, and it's because I just got not because I can't afford it, but I'm sick and tired of it, dude. I'm actually tired of paying for all these services, and especially now as you see like everyone trying to do mergers, like Warner Brothers Discovery and Paramount's trying to find a merger with someone. They reached out to Apple TV, I think, and they reached out to That'd be a good Peacock one. and stuff. Paramount, I wouldn't be Paramount with Apple. I wouldn't be opposed to, but again, I'm sick and tired of how all these subscriptions are merging and then the costs are changing and they're still including ads. And it's like, we're just going, they're realizing, Whoa. Oh shoot. What if, we put all of our stuff together and, you know, we can make it lower cost, but, you know, add ads. And it's like, hey, I got an idea for you. It's called cable. <laughs> We've done that once before. But the only thing I'll give is that one day all these services are going to merge together, literally into one, and you just pay for it. <laughs> and then you can choose what you want. So it's kind of like we're coming full circle, you know? Like, we're it's like cable. Yeah, but, but see, the, the difference between that... With, I don't know. I just got tired. That's all. Yeah. You with know? the difference, the difference between that, like, don't get me wrong. I, I'm with you on that shit, dude. But it's, it's to give it, to give you a video game example, it's Xbox Live and PlayStation when it was free. Yeah. PlayStation Network. Like, you get what you paid for. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, right. with more money being invested into it, the more that you can invest that into more properties. This is why uh, they keep going up. Like, right. the subscription services are not going up because of inflation. Or no. anything like that. They're going. They could. They could literally. If Disney, Netflix, YouTube, Hulu, who all these fools, if they wanted to make it five dollars a month, and that's that, then that's that's it. The problem is, is that you have to have a subscription base. People cancel. People don't have, and that's how you get your money. So when less people subscribe, they have to raise the prices. And if you want quality content, if you want these high paying, like to your point, how the hell did they get knuckles? Well, maybe because they have a shit ton of Paramount plus subscribers. Cause it is a Paramount plus thing. And they're banking on the idea that if you want to watch this, you will pay the subscription to have this, whether it's permanently or for a limited time. Like for example, me, I had Paramount plus literally only to watch halo season one. And then I will get it again once Halo Season 2 I guess concludes. You could say, like paying like a movie ticket, I guess. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to say. It's like whatever you're paying for is the content to receive. Right. It's essentially we're sponsors. Put it that way. We're sponsoring their content mm -hmm. so I can get more TV shows that I like. Sure. Where cable is a little bit different because they literally make their money off commercials. This is why. Cable will always forever have commercials. When you don't have commercials and streaming content, right? They're not getting funding from them to advertise, right? And therefore, when they're not doing that, you got to pay more. So when they say, "Well, hey, we're fucking Amazon Prime, and if you don't want commercials, you got to pay an extra two dollars." Now that's a bad example because fucking Amazon is Amazon. But to that point, if Amazon was literally Amazon Prime was literally just Amazon Prime, they didn't have 
this freaking multi-billion dollar conglomerate of buying general merchandise it, it makes yeah. it makes sense because it's like i don't want to see commercials therefore i have to pay that extra because they're not getting money from those people who are putting in those ads right. it's like the super bowl when the super bowl happens they're paying people are paying millions of dollars to run a 30 second ad for their benefit, but you know, it's going to the network or to maybe even the fucking NFL for all I know, because it's during their program. But that's all. That's all it is, and that's that's all. That's what sucks about it. So when, they, yeah, it sucks that they raise prizes, but there's a couple of different variables when it comes to that. There's more content they're putting out. That means they got to pay, you know, these actors all this money and not only them but writers and all the people that go into it and then on top of that if you don't want ads you got to pay extra for that because they're not getting that revenue from advertisement and so forth and so forth and unfortunately yes we do live in an era where there are multiple companies that create multiple media projects and therefore there's multiple subscription services now yeah ideally we would love to see at one point all of them come together but i don't know how that would look i mean it's like it, they would have to purchase them and then see whatever. It's like Apple shit. You know, they have the all in one shit where all you have one. music, Apple TV. And I mean, they just raise their fucking prices too, dude. And it's like, goddamn. So again, they got to find a way. I mean, and, and if you look at it in terms of Apple, uh, Apple TV, they got some great fucking content because like, it's all originals. They don't, they yeah. really don't have a lot of rebroadcasting rights to anything else. Yeah, no, they don't. So they're doing all originals. And then on top of that, they're making motion picture films that they're releasing in theaters to yeah. make some extra money. And then eventually they're going to bring it onto their Apple TV service. But again, where does that come from? Well, you got to get that money, dude. You got to raise them prices. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I get you. Mm. And that's awesome that you're able to not have a subscription, but unfortunately for me, I fucking can't stand cable and I cannot stand commercial. Well, I'm not using cable either. I can't. I'm just going cold turkey. I'm not watching anything right now. <laughs> just because. Hey, that's like, hey, bro, hey. fucking what we said in the beginning of the cast, I'm going to go to a cabin, bro. I'm going to yep. not watch shit and lose weight. Fuck my, it. My, my ice is melting on uh, <laughs> not watching TV for a while <laughs> and and having the impact on... Uh, you know what's funny? I just watch a lot of fucking reruns. I'm getting to the point where I'd rather just buy like the whole season yep. digitally, uh-huh. but um, then I, I just stream it like my way. Like I have my own fuck. I have Rick Flicks, man. I have, Rick Flicks. I have like almost 900 digital <laughs> hey, movies. someone patented that before this guy does. Yeah, Rick Flicks, bro. Or someone patented for this guy. Someone paid for the money up front for him Rick to have that. Flicks Rick, Rick, Flicks. Yeah. <laughs> Rick Flicks. Yeah. Rick Flicks. <laughs> You dig up dinosaurs. Um, <laughs> what the? You dig them dinosaurs. That's my Jeff Goldblum. That's my. Oh. <laughs> you dig them dinosaurs. <laughs> you got to say that at the end because that's that's what he says. That's what he says, dude. Yep. But um, yeah, dude, I got like my own shit. I yeah, I that. own um, I own Friends, I own Breaking Bad, and I own um, Parks and Rec. Yeah, those are the uh, those are the three that I I mean I would like to own more, but I just happen to own those from like some of those were like two of those were hand me downs from like my grandparents, and then Breaking Bad was the only one I bought. Uh, but um, yeah, I pop those in every now and then when I feel like, and I don't like. The only time I've actually done that is when my internet connection goes out. <laughs> well, yeah, <it's laughs> before before I had streaming services, yeah, you know, or, or when I still had them, right? But as I'm now stopping to use them, I've been rewatching Parks and Rec. A lot because that's what I have and it works. Well, that's I mean, what I'm saying. I buy them digital. Yeah, right. Um, I don't fucking like digital, but it's just way more convenient. Yeah. Plus, if I buy in the ecosystem of my Apple, I can yep. watch it on my phone. The, watch yeah. Apple so TV I own. Everything. So I own digital movies and only through Apple. I don't. Uh, and then 
I own some through Prime. I don't like that, but I do own some through Prime. Um, but I rather own them through, like you said, through Apple because it's. Well, what you there. do is you get movies anywhere, uh-huh. and you link your accounts to it. Right. Mm-hmm. So then that way, all your Apple, all your Prime, all that stuff goes to the same thing, and you can just watch it off Apple TV. For sure. That's yeah. how I do my shit. Yeah. I loved it one day. Was it Ultraviolet? For those that remember Ultraviolet. Ultraviolet, yeah. That managed to get merged into um, into fucking the Movies Anywhere shit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. My grandpa still, uh, <laughs> I just saw him the other day. He was like, I went to the library. I rented some movies. Like I the forgot. Fuck? Yeah, I was like, library still, you know, allow you to rent movies. You know, he he just he just showed me today. He just showed me he rented Rogue One, Da Vinci Code, um, good movie. What, what is it? Uh, the Godfather, and then uh, I I told him to pick up Guardians of the Galaxy, and uh, they had it. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, libraries too. They got your movies. It's like Blockbuster Kids. <laughs> You'll never know what that is, but there you go. You can go check that out. That's still available to you. So, That's wild. Yeah. But yeah, he paid five bucks each for a rental. I was like, "Wow, five bucks actually for a rental is like, like, I don't know. How do you feel about that? Like, that's a lot. I feel like, no, per what? movie, five bucks per rental from the library. I feel like that's a lot. Bro, that's how much it was fucking from Hollywood Video and Blockbuster. It's like ten bucks, unless you had the membership and you had to pay on top of that shit. Yeah, but you got a library card. Like that is your membership. <laughs> I don't know, bro. We just talked about this. How the fuck do you think a library is getting money? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Damn, dude! You just want everything Every, free. Everything just flying. This motherfucker's Woo! ice is not melting whatsoever. No, it's sure not. It's everything Son flying. Of a bitch. Everything flying over my head. <laughs> how much? How much of that Suntory? I gave you, you two drops, that. dude. You did not give me two drops. Yeah, I didn't even give you a lot. No, it's a fucking placebo effect. Yeah, look at my look you, at my look at my look at my ice cube. You think you're you still got hella coke full? Oh, did you finish yours? I'm fucking been long gone, dude. You finished your Coke? Finished the Coke? Finished oh, see, the that's liquor, my problem. Everything. I just drank all the Centauri whiskey, but and I didn't. I hardly drank any of the Coke. That was my problem. Well, I had killed that shit, and then I refilled my cup with the Coke. <laughs> okay, okay. Got, gotcha. <laughs> I'm over here drinking the melted ice. Yeah, there you go. It's look like, at this progress. Okay, look, you can't, you can't ruin that analogy for me, though. Like, melted ice. That's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. It is. That's the okay. Look, that's the science. Like that's the ice. Like look at look. As a reminder to everyone, read this book, please. Read read this because this he's is, advocating. I'm not. Yeah, I'm. I'm telling you to advocate for it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry guys. Read, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I want everyone to watch. Oh Atomic my God. Habits by James Clear. You'll never get such a clear version in your life. Oh, thanks to James. Wow, what dude? You got a, you got a good spokesperson voice there. No, that was that was a what was that? That's like a what kind of impression. Was that? It's like a. I'm trying to think of what kind of voice you did there. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea, but it sounds like something like of a radio or like a commercial. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Discover the secret to results that last. I don't know. That movie announcing guy, whatever he is, in a world. In a world. <laughs> That's always it. Where shit went sideways. <laughs> we a- discover that one guy shit the other way. <laughs> His a- name was James Clear. <laughs> and he discovered in the post-apocalyptic that atomic habits... <laughs> You can discover the secret to results that last. Jeez. 
he took the Browns to the Super Bowl and they lost. <laughs> <laughs> you said shit sideways, bro. That's where my man went. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Coming soon. <laughs> Coming soon. That's that's the part where they break the fourth wall. That's like mm-hmm. that's like a Deadpool trailer, you know, where he's all like, "Okay, let's cut him off. The budget ran out, you know. Let's get You'll this be able to stream here. it on Apple, Warner, Disney Plus, Chipotle, <laughs> Chevron, Kmart, Tecron, Sears, Target, Buy, Best, Staples. <laughs> Only seventy dollars to subscribe, <laughs> plus three seventy nine shipping and handling. <laughs> but if you subscribe today, we will save you. Only get it for one dollar <laughs> for your first month. Not actually. We'll 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 put a pending charge on them the next day. <laughs> <laughs> one dollar probably. We'll put a small print. It'll be a one dollar. It'll be a seventy dollar, hundred dollar pending charge, and it's non refundable. You cannot. You can't cancel. <laughs> yeah. There's no cancellation at any time. <laughs> You're fucked. Yeah, you're fucked. In other words, that's how it works. Man, that just took me back to like the '90s when you see like infomercials <laughs> and like they're all talking like that, and then they just do that fast, like to call old call one eight hundred. Anyway, yeah, it sounded Spanish and it sounded kind of racist. What the actual <laughs> fuck, bro? Excuse you. <laughs> I'm Mexican myself. I don't speak Spanish, but I don't think so. Yeah, that's what? 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 (laughs) You okay? (laughs) Are you okay? Where is this going? I have no idea. Maybe a good time to call it. Where are we at? Um, we are at my crib. I met time wise, my guy. Oh, time. (laughs) It is eighteen thirty-five. Oh my! I met how long we've been rolling this thing, my guy. What's the? There you go. I can see it myself. The timer back there. I have been rolling for thirty years, and I've been rolling for twenty-eight. No, you're not. I know your ass ain't (laughs) thirty. No, but you asked me how long I've been rolling. Rolling. Rolling rolling papers. (laughs) Wait, what? Why? What? You've been rolling papers since you were four years old. Five. You should do voice work, man. I've been saying it forever. (sighs) Sounding like a cartoon character. (laughs) How? Yeah. Maybe one day. Don't kill Stitch for me, dude. What's wrong with I'll you? I'll suck Stitch and Fluffy. <laughs> That's actually not bad, actually. I like Bill Fluffy. Right. Stupid head. <laughs> you Man. should do voice work for real. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That actually was pretty good. Yeah. Well, there you go. Maybe, Don't do it no more, though. May- maybe one day I will. Maybe one day I will. What the fuck are you waiting for? Uh, Fucking ice the melt? God damn it. Ah, uh, there you go. Keep around full circle. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. No, I'm not waiting for my ice to melt. I'm making the ice. Do you melt. realize that it's 2024, dude? Like everything's melting. Mm-hmm. Right? The world's fucked. Literally, the ice is melting. Yeah. The world is melting. Literally. So hurry up. Global warming. We're dying. <laughs> Every second that passes. This guy's acting like he's fucking Captain America and is waiting to be thought out. <laughs> Language. <laughs> That's Captain America. Oh, don't say bad words. Language. No, he says Language. And then Tony's like, no one's going to sit here and acknowledge that Cap just said language. Yeah, right. Just slipped out, man. Bro, how do you feel about Marvel real real quick? How do you feel about MC right now? Like, Real I'm, quick. It's not going to be real quick. It's um, not going to be real quick, but we, we're going to try. I'm waiting to see what uh, Deadpool and Wolverine does. Yeah. I feel like they're going to try to reestablish. Mm. Um, I think 
since the end of Endgame and we've entered what was it phase five, four, fucking whatever. We're in. We're actually in six now. After I have Wakanda no forever. Um, they've done too much. They've done too much. Yeah, they're doing too much. Like I appreciate all the characters they're introducing, but I think they've done too much. But honestly, listen. You know what it really is. I'm gonna mm-hmm. say it like this. Go ahead. You ready? Here we yeah, go. Say it. It's you, not you, Greg. You, the listener. The ones that fucking can't. Just not me. Well, because I don't know how you feel about shit. Not me. Um, you guys, the fans of Marvel is driving me bonkers. Right. Like, for example, I've, I personally enjoyed Miss Marvel, the t- Disney Plus. I actually really enjoyed it. It was really me good. Me too. Like, yeah. I loved that whole story and everything. But again, people got associated with fucking race, with female leads and all this shit. And, and, and then it gets convoluted and then they think it's garbage. But it was really good. And then the Marvels. I think it was really entertaining. It was fun. Yeah. It was a good, fun movie, and I and I really enjoyed, um, Imala Khan's you know character. Yep. And you know Miss Marvel for the most part, or not Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel for the most part. She she improved. Brie Larson. Yeah. Brie Larson improved. Uh, I had kind of issue with the other one a little bit. Uh, what's her name? I don't know what they called her officially. She's called, Rambo. Yeah, Monica Rambo. Like she, uh, she was all right, but it fit her character. Either way, the movie was just fun, but it got a lot of hate, and it's getting a lot of hate. I don't, whatever. Um, I just feel like people with when it comes to Marvel projects, we're not embracing the fun comic book aspect. I think we've entered a realm of Marvel films. We're now really embracing the comic book over the top, like content like it's it's not michael bay shit it's still not that right but like even when you go back like i remember when iron man 3 came out even two for that matter there was people like hating on that shit and i'm just like dude like they're they're fun enjoyable movies like if you didn't like it you didn't like it by all means like that's your opinion fuck it but like for me it's just it's fun stuff and i don't need it to be like over the top like super realistic like my favorite marvel movie it's a poster you probably can't see it on here but it's captain america winter soldier it's the most grounded marvel movie they've made but there's still some over the top shit like fucking nick fury cutting the concrete the street like come on dude what the fuck but anyways like it was (laughs) it was entertaining like i really enjoyed it and i just i love how grounded it was but from there like since then they've done a lot of great stuff but i feel they're too focused on putting shit out that we're not allowing to establish these characters. I mean, you had the Iron Man trilogy, Captain America trilogy, Thor trilogy within five to six years within themselves. Six years later, we get a sequel to Doctor Strange. Uh Granted, he's made some appearances here and there. We still haven't got a sequel for Shang-Chi, and it's already been like four years. Three, four years, yeah. You know? Um, we just got a sequel for Wakanda, which I get, you know, because Chadwick Boseman. We got a sequel of the Marvels, which I get. Took right. time. Like, there's this gap of them not providing these characters the proper development. Um, and it's just concerning. The other thing, too, that's kind of fucking it up a little bit right now is uh, Sony needs to calm the fuck down with their bullshit. Like, Sony's just doing their own bullshit, and it's kind of like, what's going on here? Right. Um, and that's been kind of driving me crazy a little bit. Uh-huh. Because it's like, I haven't seen Madam Web, and I, I'll, I'll watch it later on when it comes out. I saw it. Yeah. And, Wish I didn't pay for it. 
Well, that's just how the Sony, like you can't make Sony, Sony's trying to make Spider-Man movies without Spider-Man. And that's fucking crazy to me. Like you got to have Spider-Man there. And Mm -hmm. to me, and I get why they're making these movies. They're doing it to keep, there's, there's something, I know there's something in the contract that is keeping these characters licensed rights. Mm-hmm. This is why, like, Fantastic Four is finally reverted back because they're not making movies. Same thing with Daredevil. Same, like, there was contract stipulations that there has to be ongoing content you're putting out. And if you don't, then the rights are going to get back, reverted back to the original mm-hmm. owner, in this case, Marvel. Right. Um, so that's that's my concern there. The other thing, too, is, like, they Marvel is starting, Disney is starting to really affect Marvel. And, again, I don't mean any offense to anyone, but, like, fucking Disney is too woke for me, dude. Like I don't even I'm I'm not even a Disney fanatic. Anymore. I used to have every single Disney animated film. I used to be excited for it. Like I was a big Disney head, but their woke content, their agenda of all that, like it's not subtle, and that's the problem. Like you can do all these great things. You can have multicultural people, actors, characters. You could have different gender leads. You could have different relationships. You can have all that shit. Like that's fine. Right. That's not the issue. The issue is is how they go about it. Right. And it's it's very exploited. And in these actors that they're getting are starting to do are starting to be very much more um what do you call it? Mm. Um they're starting um they're starting to be very much sorry, I got attracted. They're very much more um what do you call it? Um uh they're actors that they're getting, they're they're like they're being a little too outspoken. Right. Where if you go back to like when Marvel first started, and I'm not talking about Marvel actors, I'm talking about kind of well some of them, but I'm also talking about like just Disney actors. Like they're very, uh, what you gonna call it? They were quiet. Like they were just, hey, we're here with this, we're rolling with this. But like for example, what's that? I don't know the actress name, but like the girl that's playing the live action Snow White. Oh yeah, she, yeah, 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 yeah. She 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 ruined it. Yeah, or like she she's still playing the character. She's still but, playing the character, but I mean like she went on the record to say things that changed the trajectory of that film, if I'm not mistaken, right? I think it delayed a few things. It so delayed I think, it, I think yeah. they're late. They're kind of laying cool. And, they, and she had to do a little bit of, like, recon. Yeah, yeah. Or, uh, what? yeah, the recon, like, work. Like, she had to go back and re-say some shit. And reshoot it's like, things, yeah. Well, not reshoot things, but she had to go back. She had to play damage. She had to do damage control. Uh-huh. And it's just like... What the hell, dude? So, yeah. but that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. It's just Disney's just on some other next level shit. But as far as Marvel goes, this is why like Star Wars has been on pause forever, as far as films go. And they're they're finally we're finally gonna get our first Star Wars film again, Mandalorian. Film. Mandalorian. But Marvel has just been putting a lot of uh, a lot of stuff. T- I think too much. Mm-hmm. And it's not like like She Hulk was fun and entertaining. But I, I admit that was like they were trying to do like their version of 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 a Dare uh, Deadpool. And I was like, eh, but I still found it entertaining, but I was just like, eh, you know, and this is why like Daredevil, they scrapped the whole original, what they're working on. They went back to like the gritty and original stuff. I mean, you got to give us that mature content. You got to give us the comic book content. That's, and that's how Marvel started because they weren't part of Disney in the beginning. Right. You know, there was Paramount and Universal, I believe. Um, But yeah, man, I mean, I don't know. What's your thoughts on Marvel? I mean, you and I are pretty much aligned the same way um we for the most part um i think it's i think it's about the same for you and i i don't really think you and i have much different on the matter i feel 
I feel pretty much this. I feel pretty much the same way. Yeah, I think you summed it up nicely. Like, there's just a lot of filler out there that um, definitely needs to. I guess you said damage control for like Snow White, but I'm going to use that same term here. There's some damage control that I feel like Marvel needs to yeah. work on, and and, mean, and like there was a lot. You know what happened? I feel like there's a lot of projects that Kevin Feige just couldn't take on. There was just too much on his plate that he couldn't oversee, and there was there's. Everything is being kind of taken in a different direction that he probably wasn't even familiar with, and now he's kind no, of no. Like, I think I think he had great ambition. Kevin Feige, he has a lot. I, what I'm curious is how much more influence was beyond him, right? Because the yeah. the, the thing that worked with that, Marvel, that's what I'm saying. The thing that worked with Marvel is that he had full and total control, and once you start having you know, budgets. Once you start having, obviously, the finance, the money, but once you start having these executives get involved, mm-hmm. that's where they derail things, and that's where it fucks things up, and right. that's where I'm concerned. So, I'm my whole thing is just, I think Kevin Feige was fine, but I think they're just doing too much right now. Like, for example, Eternals was a cool movie. I thought it was very, I thought it was good. It was, it was different. Yeah. But, like, one of the biggest things that happens in that movie is you have one of the um, element, what the fuck are those things called? I can't think of it right the, now. Oh, Celest- the Celestials. The Celestials coming out of Earth. And it sits there. And we haven't heard shit in any Marvel project since that right. takes place it's like, after. It's like literally out of, coming out of the Earth. There's oh, a fucking being be a- that was living in the middle of Earth. And I guess we're just supposed to be okay with and, that? Yeah, it's you know no what, big deal. You know what, though? I, you know what I say to make myself feel better, though? The human race on... Uh, she paused. Oh yeah. The the uh the human race for me. I'm gonna pause that. I'm gonna clip that. Um You're fine. Yeah. I have real time stuff yeah. going on right now. My kid uh <laughs> was communicating with me. So we're No good. worries. We're all we're all good here. We just wanted to make sure that everything was all good. But um my what makes me feel better is telling me, me telling myself, oh, the the human race in the world of the MCU is just so used to stuff like this shit happening every day that it just doesn't face. Yeah, them. it's getting it's getting to that point. It just doesn't like, face eh. them. They're like, oh, something's on the earth. Okay, what else is new? <laughs> so, oh, we're actually you know, there's multiple universes. Okay, cool. You know, but I, bet you, I bet you history in school for kids is very fun. Yeah, <laughs> I bet. I bet. But you. that's but that but you know it's funny that you say that because if you look at it too, that I mean that's how us as audience. Are at, and I think that's what Marvel is expecting people to be at as an audience. Mm-hmm. Is that you've seen all the crazy shit they've already done, so there shouldn't be anything new or outlandish that should throw people off. Mm-hmm. You know, they could have fun, they can be serious, they can be over the top because we've already been through that journey mm-hmm. with for like Thanos ten years and, or so. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So to your point, like how people should already be accustomed living in the citizens of the MCU, they should already be kind of accustomed to like, oh shit, well, what happened? Oh, I'm just running the news that fucking Thor blew up some bullshit. Oh, okay, cool. You know, like I mean, you it, hear Peter talk about it in Spider Man a little bit. He's yeah. like, hey, we learned about Thor in class, and it was so like, okay. it's like, all right, but that's how as an audience should be kind of the same too for us. It's sure. like, okay, we've already seen the chaotics. We've already seen this this uh, over the topness of xyz like right and i think that's the problem when it comes to the marvel fans the mm-hmm. current marvel fans is that they're too or too much mm-hmm. and you're never going to please everyone right but i think it's the execs that got a little too mm-hmm. involved because unless Ky- kevin feige was just fucking thinking he was king shit and it really got <laughs> escaped them then all right but right. and so that's why i'm hoping with mar with the uh, deadpool and wolverine because if you really think about it this is the only marvel movie coming out this year 
I'm cool with that. Yeah, they're I'm, doing I'm like really- four next year, but there's only one this year. And it's going to probably, with the Loki and with King the Conqueror and what's his name with all his legal bullshit, mm-hmm. like they're restructuring a lot of things and they're taking advantage of it. So, shall see. Shall yeah. see. That's we'll kind see. of the cool part about being multiversal stuff is that you could just change things up. <laughs> yeah. I mean,. We'll see, because next year, I mean, what, we have Fantastic Four next year, so that'd be interesting. I don't know how I feel about that movie with the cast they chose, but we'll see. I know. I'm really I'm really bummed it wasn't... Um, John Krasinski? Yeah. I'm, I'm really bummed about that, honestly, that it just I ended up being an Easter I egg. don't mind it. Um, Pedro Pascal, I think, will do a fine job. I just... I'm, I, I love Pedro Pascal. Yeah. I, I absolutely love him, but mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. As As... Because knowing... I don't know the character Reed Richards in depth, uh-huh. but knowing some of the comic book stuff that has happened, like, and especially like the multiverse stuff. Uh-huh. And like, I don't see Pedro pulling that off. Uh-huh. So that's a little concerning. I love, I'll tell you this and I'll leave you with this with MCU uh-huh. because with Deadpool and Wolverine, we're obviously bringing the X-Men finally. And obviously if you Thank watch, goodness. if you watch yeah, the Marvel, Mar- yeah, if you watch the Marvels, then yeah, you've seen and then you see that post Chris and, and, and Miss Marvel for that matter. But mm. what I'm excited, the rumor that's been going around lately, again, this is pure rumor. I have no idea if it's true. Uh, Henry Cavill has been involved yes, with MCU Cyclops. stuff and yep. They yep. announced that he was potentially going to be Cyclops. And I would love that. I think that'd be perfect. Yeah. He'd be, dope. he'd be, You'd be too badass though, dude. Like they would need to keep Hugh Jackman because <laughs> having the yeah. I can't see can, any other. Can you imagine? Because people have been clamoring for Daniel Radcliffe to be Wolverine. Can you imagine? Like big old Henry Cavill and then Daniel Radcliffe down here. Like, I actually, that actually would be cool. I'll be cool with that. You'd be cool with that, yeah. dude. Daniel Radcliffe's like hella ripped for no reason. Yeah. And plus, too, a lot of people don't realize Wolverine's a short dude. Yeah. No, I know. He's a small little no, hairy guy. No, I know. Yeah, I, little I, man yeah. problems. I've never had a problem with it. I just know that that's been a fan casting for a while. So I'm just saying, like, imagine the two together. I would, I would like um, for Wolverine if they had to recast him. Uh, what's his name? To I know his last name is like Taggerton. Oh yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about. You know talking um, about? yeah, yeah. Hold on, he was in. Um, he was in a movie with Hugh Jackman. He was in the. He was in the Kingsman. The Kingsman. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot. He was he like was, one of the. Uh, what's his name? The well, he's the main. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Greatest Showman. No, he portrayed. No, he portrayed. Um, well, you say Hugh Jackman. He was in a movie with. No, well, yeah, he was in that movie, but no, he was in a different movie with Hugh Jackman. Oh, okay. He was like a skier, but I'm talking about the actor. He played. Um, fuck, who's the? I, uh, I, I'm drawing. This is the Duxo cast curse. We can't ever remember actor names. We can't remember. No, I generally can't. We can, but but in the moment, no, no, no. That's what I'm saying. In the moment, we can't remember. Like. Oh, who's this guy? Who's that guy? And then we go to Google. Taron Egerton. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I actually need to see. He has a movie on uh, Apple TV movie. Uh, yeah. Tetris. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Rocket yeah. Man. Fucking Elton John. Jesus Christ. Elton That's John. He portrayed Elton John. Tetris was good, by the way. I watched that. I haven't watched it. It's I really, need to watch really it. good. There's actually a good little uh, Nintendo nod in there, too. Yeah, uh, well, just... there's a lot of Nintendo in there, actually. Well, yeah, because but... it was the Game Boy. Well, yeah, but I'm saying, like, there was, like, if you're a big fan of Nintendo, there's another nod to, like, that cool. really deep Nintendo fans would Don't tell me. Yeah, I won't tell you. I promise. I'm probably going to watch it tonight. We'll see. Cool. I've been wanting to watch that movie. So, well, if you're burnt out and I'm tapped out, I'm not burnt out. I'm just well. Your mind, your funk up here is a little. I'm just hungry because I haven't eaten. <laughs> the Chex Mix wasn't enough. This Chex Mix that he's been trying to eat. Ha <sighs> <laughs> ha! Not into the mic. <laughs> I'm about to throw my mic at you. <laughs>
But yeah. Yeah. All right, man. All right, that's going to do my, it for us. Where's my iPidzle? <laughs> that's going to do it for us, guys. See you on the flippity. Wait, don't I have an exit thing? Thought you did? What the heck? Come on, bro. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. <laughs>